Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, all right. Welcome back to the show. It's Christine Jewell. I'm excited to be in this conversation today. Uh, We are talking about freedom, fulfillment, and faith. We are really leaning into this conversation as we head into 2024. And today I'm going to be talking about five ways that God speaks to us, five ways that God calls us to, to move and five promises of what he will provide. I think a lot of times we have this time where we, we have a vision, we have a dream, we have a goal, especially it's coming to the year, year end. We're going to be doing a lot of visioneering, vision exercises, right? And I want to just really challenge us this year, not to do things the traditional ways, but to go inward and really begin to ask, what is the vision that God has given us for our life? Where is he leading you? What is next? What is the season that he's calling you into. And, um, really to not be ruled by the ego any longer or by what the world tells us we should be chasing, but really the inward call. And sometimes that's confusing. And so I often hear people saying like, how do I know, right? Like, how do I know if it's me or God, or how do I know what I should be focusing on? And I have done this more times than I can even begin to count where I start chasing all of the other things. I start filling my calendar, doing everything else, but the key things that I'm being instructed to do. So today we're going to be talking, excuse me, we're going to be talking scripture. We're going to be talking the word of God. We're going to be talking about biblical stories and accounts, And the reason why is that when you want to understand the character of someone, you look at consistency over time. What is it that they do consistently over and over again? What is it that they say consistently over and over again? How do they think? How do they move consistently? And while we don't, you know, we can't predict what God's doing or what God's saying, there are things that we get to know about his character and how he operates if we get to know him, if we get to study him. It's like anyone else. If you want to know your wife, you want to know your husband, you want to know your children, you've got to spend time with them. You've got to study them. You've got to understand the way that they move, the way that they think, the way that they talk, the way that they ask for things. This is just like relationship. This is relationship 101. And so I see a lot of us wanting, and I certainly know this feeling of, I want to do the right thing. I want to move in the right direction. I want to follow the calling on my life. I want to live out my purpose, right? We want to live out our purpose, but we don't spend time. We don't invest the time in really getting to know the character of the one who laid out all the plans before us, who knows already the plans and the purpose of our life, who already knows the gifts that he gave us and exactly what he gave us 
the gifts for. And so here we are, we're running around in circles, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what's our next move going to be. Should we sell the business, buy the business? Should we merge with this other company? Should we stay in the marriage? Should we leave the marriage? Should we move locations? Like, should we get out of this state? Like, and we're trying to figure all this out <clears throat> and we're just being ruled a lot of the times by our ego or reactivity to external circumstances. So today I want to invite you to consider these five ways that God really speaks to us in these seasons of our life. They are by no means the only five ways. And I want to just come back to his promises because faith is moving in the things we cannot see, not having all the evidence, not having all the answers, not having all the roadmaps and the blueprints and, and all the structure, not knowing every step of the game. Right. And I want to share that as I've learned and understood and spent more time eh, getting to know the character of God, getting to understand the heavenly principles of how God works in our lives here on earth, how he brings blessings into our lives, how he positions us, you know, and prepares us for the next thing. I have found so much freedom, freedom in moving through life, freedom in making decisions in the business, freedom in saying yes to things and no to things. And really that's what we're talking about. We're talking about creating a life of freedom, choosing a life of freedom, freedom of our mind, freedom in our heart, freedom in our body, freedom from bondage of feeling like a slave chained, you know, like a hostage to all of the things, our calendar, other people's opinions. And, and this is really my passion. This is my work is to help people break these chains that are binding us, right? Binding them, <clears throat> keeping us in bondage and really being able to say yes to more freedom, liberation. When I say freedom, like liberation of our mind, of our body, of our spirit, to be able to say yes to the things that are a yes for us and have the confidence in saying, no, that's, that, that's a no, that thing there, that decision, that relationship, that path, that way of doing business. That's, that's a clear no for me because I'm choosing the narrow gates, right? Not the wide path. It's crowded there for a reason, but the narrow gates. And so I want to just jump right in. Um, so there's, there's a, I'm going to jump right in, but before I do that, the reason why I'm really talking about this right now is that you guys know I'm, I'm hosting a visioneering. If you don't know, December 13th, I'm hosting a visioneering online workshop for those of you who are asking what's next, what's this next season of my life get to look like? Where's God leading us now? What are we creating? What are we building? What does that get to look like? Um, what are we saying yes to? What are we saying no to? And beginning to envision and begin to yes, engineer what that might look like specifically for those of you who want to do things differently than you've done them traditionally in the past, specifically for those of you who, you know, what got you here isn't going to get you there. Or you've maybe started in this process of laying down the old ways, trying to force and hustle and grind and do everything by your own means of you being the source. And you're trying to do your job and God's job and everyone else's job. And you're really starting to put things in right order. So if this is you, I really encourage you to take a moment, check out the link below, sign up at least for the online version. This is a four hour hands-on workshop. 
I'm going to be talking about these things and so much more. We're going to be giving you guys blueprint, uh, sorry, not blueprints, but some frameworks to work through, breakout sessions, open discussion, and really putting pen to paper. And the best thing of it is it's rare that many of us will actually take the time, this space to pull away from the daily obligations and really move into this space of getting quiet, <clears throat> asking ourselves better questions really being reflective and uh, just having the freedom to do this work, to begin to do this work. So join us. The link is there below. All right, let's go right into this. So I want to share that often when God is speaking to someone, if you look in the Bible, even starting with the Old Testament, like Abraham, he calls Abraham and he, say, and he says, Abraham, leave, leave the familiar, leave the, your country, leave your family, leave, you know, your, his, not his wife and children, but leave the old and move, go into the land that I am preparing for you. Go into the land and it there, I will bless you. And there I will multiply you. And there I will show you. So I just told you three promises of the Lord, right? So here's the command though. There's this internal command calling, if you will, that to get up and to go. So one of the ways that God speaks to us in us is this sense. And sometimes, you know, you might just feel it. You may sense it. You may hear it in prayer, in your journaling. There might be this inner knowing, but you can feel the prompting, the pull, the guidance of God just saying, go, it's time to get up, to go to move. And I have experienced this so often in my life. And what I love about that story about Abraham, and he does it again with Moses, where he says, get the people, right? Get your people. And we're going to get them out of Egypt. You're going to go out into the desert. And he's like, get up, we're going to go. And you have to understand that just like it doesn't make sense for us today, because we're like, what are you talking about? I don't know what it's like out there. It's like a wilderness. I don't know what I'm up against. I don't have the familiar comforts of home. Nobody knows me. How are we going to get provided for? How are we going to make money? What are our resources, right? Like these are human things that we come up with. But God's promise is always, I will provide for you. Go and I will show you. Go and I will bring you what's required. I just love that, you know? And so <clears throat> the first question is where's God prompting you to go, to move in this season? I remember when I was prompted to, to open my fitness studio years and years ago, it was just so strong. It was like, I have to do this. I just, I have to do this. If I don't do this, I'm going to regret it forever. I know that I know that I know that this is the move right now. That was a 10 year um, journey of mine. And then there was a, a calling where that season was over. And he's like, let's go. We're going into the new space. We're taking this we're going online. We're going to do something different. You're going to go into the unknown space. We're going to switch and we're going to do go into new work, new types of work where he expanded the body of work that I was doing. And he continues to do this. And he's like, go and do this thing. And when I relaunched my business several years ago and I went fully online and he's, he's challenging me to go again and write the book and go again. And there's always this trusting when I launch the podcast and go again, right? It just, it just keeps going. It keeps evolving. He's always calling. The question is, are we responding? Right? Another thing that he says is go and say this to 
the people. When Jesus says to Moses, go and speak, go say this to Pharaoh. Moses didn't want to go to Pharaoh. He was like, what a, wait a second, hold on a second. I don't even know what to say. I stutter. I stutter. I don't even know how, I'm not like the eloquent speaker here. Can you pick somebody else, right? Can you possibly pick somebody else? But the Lord says, no, you, you go and you say this, right? He, he says it again to, to Jonah. And Jonah's like running away, trying to hide from God. Cause he's like, I don't want to go where he's telling me to go. And I don't want to talk to the people he's telling me to talk to because he's like, those people are wicked. They're nasty. They're going to judge me. They're going to condemn me. They're probably going to try to kill me. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. And it's so beautiful that time and time again, God says, say this thing. There's a conviction inside of us to share a message or speak a truth or share a story. Maybe it's, he's calling you to share a story that's on your heart. I know for me, this has been so huge as I've leaned into my body of work and sharing the message and saying things that were difficult. And I even remember a very specific time when I was doing health and fitness coaching for so many years and then nutrition coaching. And then we were doing mindset and, you know, a lot of mindset and neuroscience and human behavior. And there was a very distinct season where all of a sudden I just felt like the spirit was really calling me to start bringing the conversation about faith, about spirituality, but not just spirituality, but really about relationship with God, intimacy with God, with bringing scripture back into the equation. And I got to tell you, I was resistant at first because I was like, these people don't want to hear about that. They are hiring me to talk about mindset. They're talk hearing me to talk about high performance. They're hiring me to talk about energy in their body. And, and it was just so strong that I could not avoid it. I could not deny it. And when I obeyed, then you know what was interesting is that he gave me the words. This is another promise of God. When, when Moses says, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm saying. God said to him, who made your mouth in Exodus three, I believe he says, who was it that made your mouth? By the way, I'm the one who made your mouth. I will be your mouth. I will be your words. And we hear that over and over again, as we study the prophets that God gives us the words to be spoken when our heart is in the right place, right? This is like, we've got to be positioned and have the right posture of heart. But again, I think about so many times in my life where I thought I had to have the perfect words or the perfect presentation or the perfect whatever, right? Like the perfect speech. And even now as I'm working on keynotes and what, what are the talks that are going to come out of the book and stuff, I, I, I'm resisting the structure because I know that the best work, the best work, the most moving work, the most inspirational work, the most life-giving transformations that have happened or revelations that have happened inside of my coaching containers, live events, when I'm speaking have come because I'm just speaking from the heart. I'm speaking from the spirit. And it's almost like God takes a hold of my mouth and just things come out. And sometimes people will say, what did you just say? And I'm like, I don't even know because it really was not through my own, my own thinking. I did not generate that myself. I was open and allowing God to speak through me. So again, number one is go, right? Go and do this thing. Go into this unknown space. Number two is speak, share, say this to Pharaoh. 
you will let my people go. Nineveh or Jonah, go to the city, tell the people to repent of their ways, right? They were just crazy. They were doing all kinds of crazy stuff. He was like calling them to wake up basically. Like think about right now in, in the world that we live in, the amount of stuff that's going on that people are just totally consumed with that we're looking around going, what is happening in our world? Are we speaking truth into each other or are we just entertaining um, all kinds of crazy behavior, destructive behavior, right? And this is, I mean, there's a level of conviction when you know, I have to speak the truth and I can speak the truth in love. I can speak it from a loving place without, you know, shaming and attacking people and creating more division but really speaking the hard truths in a loving way. That is mastery. And I believe that that requires a lot of faith and a lot of work from the Holy Spirit in us to be able to do. So go, speak. Here's another thing that he says, leave, right? Leave behind the familiar. We see this over and over again. When Jesus finds uh, Simon, uh, right, who, who then becomes Peter and James, I think it's Simon and James or Peter and James in the boat might've been Andrew. Sorry. Um, but, and he says, leave your, leave your nets there. Follow me. I will make you the fishers of men. They're like, what do you mean? We're already fishing. We're already catching fish. He was talking about winning hearts, winning souls, right? He's like, leave that thing that you think is so pressing that you think you need to do because you need to do it your way follow me. I got something better for you. And again, that doesn't mean stop everything that you're doing. It's just knowing, is there something inside of you that's like, I have to let this go. I have to put this down. Maybe you've been holding a grudge. Maybe you've been holding on to an old business model. Maybe you've been holding on to the ways things used to be. And you're just like gripping and grasping. And he's like, put that down, let it go. Right. We're not doing that anymore. And I have, again, had him convict me so many times in my own life where I'm just like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. So what do you get to put down? What is he really speaking into you? Put that net down, put that thing down, right? When he called Matthew, the tax collector, also to follow him, you know, he's like, hey, just leave that, come and follow me. And again, so often that's how Jesus spoke, right? He said, leave that, come and follow me. He invited, that's another way. That's a bonus thing, right? He asks you to put that down and, and follow, follow, not have it all figured out, but you're following. And so often they didn't know where they were going. Again, it was like that Abraham moment. Like, where are we going? I don't even know what we're doing here. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And I want to share that there's just this knowing there's this peace when the spirit calls us like that. And the, the temptation is to try to argue. The temptation is to go, well, I need to wait longer until I have all the plans and I know all the ways, but then we do it in our own, through our own strength, through our own means. We don't do it by faith, through supernatural faith, through supernatural empowering that allows us to walk through these things, right? Like I really, this has been such a testament in my own life that every time I'm like, nope, I got to do this my way. I need to have all the details. I need to know everything. I get so exhausted because I'm trying to do my job and God's job. Like I'm trying to go, okay, I'm going to listen. And I'm also going to get all the resources in place. I'm going to listen and I'm going to, you know, like make sure everybody's ready to re receive my message. I'm going to do this. And I'm also going to, you know, whatever, try to get my own strength through my own willpower and, and generate what I need to, to be able to go instead of going, you know what, I'm going to go 
and I'm going to trust. I'm going to go and move into the place of peace where I'm called right now. I don't have all the answers, but I'm, I'm going and I know that I will be equipped. This is this. These are the promises of God. So I want to go back through. How does he call us? He says, let's go. Okay, go, get up and walk. That Okay. The second one is he says, speak, share this message. What are you being prompted to speak? Put that down, put that down, right? Let go of this, lighten the load. My burden is light. He says, we're not supposed to carry bags of everything with us. It's like going on a holiday in the tropics and you're trying to bring a snowsuit, right? Like we're trying to move forward and we're bringing all this complexity and drama and chaos from our past. He's like, put that down, put that down. We don't need that where we're going. Number four is he says, walk, get up and walk. You want to be healed? You want to have that life? You want that relationship, that marriage? Get up and walk. He says to this man who's been basically lame for 25 years, sitting by the pool, waiting for a miracle. He says, Hey, you want to be healed? I want to say this, that what in that sense, it was a healing. And the man says, but I don't have anybody. And I use this, this story a lot because it really just speaks to me in so many ways that how we try to come up with all the reasons why we still can't get up and walk, even though there he is ready to offer us health in our body, a beautiful marriage, restoration in our marriage, you know, restoration from brokenness, from our past, wholeness, peace. And we're like, yeah, but I have all these things that stress me out. And he's like, hello, do you want peace? Hello, do you want a great marriage? Hello, do you want to do work that is life-giving? Follow me, get up, walk. How many of us are still sitting there arguing on our mat, refusing to get up? And he's like, okay, well, we, you, got, you got to decide. Will you walk in the promise? Will you trust that what I say is true? Or are you going to sit there and argue and can continue to live out your old story? So he tells us to walk. He tells us to speak. He tells us to go. He tells us to lay down. And here's the other thing he tells us to be, be still and know that I am God and I will give you peace. Be strong and courageous and I will be with you. I will go before you. I will make the way. I will bring favor. It's so interesting. If you get into the word, you know, you can go back and you can look at some passages and I'll maybe drop some below, you know, as we talk about Genesis 12, one, when he's telling Abraham to go, he's saying, go, right. And I will give you the blessings, right. I will show you, I will lead you. And this is so beautiful that whenever there's a command, there's a call to respond, some sort of action for us to take. And there's almost always a promise of what he's going to do. I see this as such a beautiful relationship. It's like, you do your part. I'm going to do my part. And we're going to make this really an awesome, beautiful thing. It's going to require you trust me, right? So you trust me. I trust you. We trust each other. We both do our part. It's such a picture of a beautiful message, right? Like and a, a beautiful marriage, really, when you think about it, intimacy, that's like, we know what we're creating here together. We, it requires a lot of trust and somebody's got to lead. The reality is someone's got to lead. And I think that in order for us to really live out our God-given vision, our God-given calling, and I'm continuously in my own work with this, my own growth, I've got to learn to listen. I've got to learn to heed, to listen, to hear 
the calls to be, sometimes it's to be patient. Sometimes it's to be still. Sometimes it's to be strong. Sometimes it's to, to be loving when I don't want to be loving. I want to be nasty, right? Sometimes I have to listen when it's time to move. And he says, put this down right now. He's really convicting me. There's a project I was starting and he just put it really strongly in my heart. No, we're not getting involved in that business. We're not getting involved in that project. You're in a call. You're going to pull out of that. And I need you focused on this other thing over here. And you know, the part of me is like, yeah, but, but you could, I could feel, you know, like my ego wants to negotiate, but I know that I know that I know deep inside that it is the right call. It's the right decision. There's a peace deep in my soul. So the promise is, I want to say this as we wrap, this is how he calls us. And then he also promises, and there are so many promises of God, but number one is the promise for provision. You know, if you go, I will provide for you. When, when Moses took the people out into the desert, they had manna every morning food for the day was provided. Jesus tells the disciples, go out, don't take all your stuff. Don't take a bunch of money. Don't take a bunch of extra baggage. Don't take a bunch of clothing. Go and everywhere you go, you will be provided for. He was calling them to move by faith, knowing that they would be taken care of. If they focused on his thing, everything that they needed would be taken care of. We see this over and over again. He provides everything we need and so much more. I love this with, with Queen Esther, right? Like he he's prompting her to go to the king, go to the king. She's like, what? People don't go to the king. Like you get killed if you go to the king and you're not invited. Imagine this in like the corporate world today or something. You're trying to reach out, create a new business. Yeah, like this person doesn't want to have anything to do with you right now. You're not invited. They don't have an open door policy. And it's like, reach out to this person. Uh, my imposter sister. Uh, syndrome's kicking in right now. My inferiority complex is kicking in. He's like, go. You know, not only does he provide a way, he shows the way. This is a promise. I'll show you. I'll lead you. I'll provide for you. I'll be with you. I go before you. He tells Joshua. He tells Gideon. He tells everyone. I've already gone. I have already made the way. He gives favor. Favor means that you will have opportunities. People's hearts will say, yes. All of a sudden you'll be like, why is this person even saying yes to me? How did this deal come together? I didn't even do anything. You, that's what it means to have favor. You have been favored, right? He gives you the words. Sometimes we are in this difficult conversation. Maybe there's a business thing going on. There's something going on in your marriage, something with your kids and we're struggling. We're trying to find the words. He gives you the words. He gives you the peace. So I want you to think about this as we wrap today. What are all the things that you think you need in order to move forward into the vision? Because often what we're busy doing is we're trying to go get all the things that he's promised us when he's like, can you just leave that up to me? You do the thing. You don't need to worry about all the resources. You don't need to know, worry about having all the perfect words. You don't need to know and worry about having the perfect plan. You don't have to worry about who's going to respond and who isn't going to respond and what are they going to think and what are they not going to think. Let me do that part. Let me do my lifting. You do your part. Your part is to go when I call you. Your part is to move when I prompt you. Your part is to wait when I tell you to wait. Your part is to speak when I prompt you to speak. Your part is to love, do unto others as you would want others to do unto you, right? Like do unto others, to love others. Go, leave.
I'm so curious what's coming up for you guys today. So as you leave right now, I want to just challenge and invite you. What is the one thing that you know that you know that you have been called to move on that you've been hesitating on? What if you were willing to release the let, the rest and let God fulfill his promises and move forward in faith, knowing that he is a God who keeps his word. He is consistent. That is one thing he is. He is consistent and he comes through. And I want to encourage you guys today to get in the word. If you have not really picked up the word of God, now we've got chat GTP. We've got Google. You can search up stories. You can search up instances, you know, I, I don't want to do it all for you because there's just something about you going in and getting curious and say, you know, show me an example of this. So I want to encourage you today to really come back and start putting things in right order. If you're interested in joining us for our visioneering online event, December 23rd, the link is below. You can connect with us. This is really about embracing the vision that God has for your life, listening and heeding the calling in this season of your life, unlocking your gifting, putting things in the right order and getting the framework to move forward in confidence and strength and in peace in this coming season. You guys, thank you for being here. As always, if you enjoyed the show, please leave a review, share this with a friend. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely, leading courageously. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.